Dear passengers, welcome to Europa Rogues Airlines. You have just boarded flight 420, flying to Berlin, Sofia, Budapest, Paris, London, Prague, Pomori and many more. The flight includes beverages and the best in European underground music. Prepare for takeoff from the heart of the Balkans with Europa Rogues on Radio Now. I'm so excited. Excitement runs the demons away. I'm so excited. I just can't hide Welcome it. to the new season of Europa Rogues on Radio Nope. Hi. I'm Maxim. And me. And this is me. This <laughs> Martin. is Martin. This is me. Martin uh, from Pomoria in the company of the always silent and always serious Ivan Ivanov 1. And With his beverage. <laughs> And of course, his trusty vodka and his trusty iPhone. Uh, he'll have the extreme uh, joy to see us uh, embarrass ourselves for a whole new season with uh, a lot of really good music. I uh, think we started really well. Uh, the first song that we heard was by the Bulgarian band Stop the Shizu. Huge shout out. Huge shout out to Stop the Shizu and um, especially their... Uh, Frontman slash guitar player Dechu Tarleshkov, aka John Dech, because if it wasn't for his generosity and the laptop that he shared with us, uh, we wouldn't be able to broadcast right now, and you won't be able to you wouldn't be able to listen to our stupidity. And one more shout out to the Linux Audio community. <laughs> yeah, thank you Linux Audio community, and thank you John Dech. This was Top the Shizo with Mission and Drift from their uh, very. Uh, Actually, very well titled uh, EP, Start. It's the start of our new season and uh, is the start of uh, hopefully Europa Rogues without any more technical difficulties. So we're moving on with the next song, which I guess Martin chose and he's going to tell us a little uh, bit more uh, about are it. Are we in a rush? <laughs> we have two minutes left in this. Uh, okay, because I don't have much to say about the next band. Okay, then, usually then I'll I tell you a joke. Do it. Now, if you don't have anything to say about the song, I'll tell you what uh, I have, but I will need probably 20 seconds. I, as, as usual, I have some Italian bands. Mm, and we're about to hear Chronic Hangover from Rome, Italy. Uh, you know, I check uh, the Facebook pages of the bands about uh, their biography, about section whatever the band puts on and uh, what they put uh, put on is uh, the, the genre is radical shit they are from Rome Italy as I said and uh, we are going to hear Alamut 2112 was it inspired by Rush do you think it was in inspired by I, the 2112 album by Rush I have um <coughs> Okay, you got me. You oh, got yes. me. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> we're just going to take that chronic hangover. Uh, it's our special uh, thank you to Ivan, who is here, and our host, Marta. And of course, our <laughs> gracious host, Marta. Okay, uh, so let's hear chronic hangover with Alamut 2112 from Rome, Italy. Welcome. Oh, mamma mia. Welcome to Europa Rogues. Louis. 
When you are studying any matter or considering any philosophy, ask yourself only what are the facts and what is the truth that the facts bear out. Never let yourself be diverted either by what you would wish to believe or by what you think could have beneficent social effects if it were believed. But look only and surely at what are the facts. Love is wise, hatred is foolish. In this world, which is getting more and more closely interconnected, we have to learn to tolerate each other. We have to learn to put up with the fact that some people say things that we don't like. We can only live together in that way. If we are to live together and not die together, we must learn a kind of charity and a kind of tolerance, which is absolutely vital to the continuation of human life on this planet.
This was a song that the, our guest chose. 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 <laughs> I am the, the paper clip from Microsoft Word. I'm chose. Here, uh, I'm here to help you with. Did you mean chose? <laughs> yes. Did you mean chose? Yes. This was uh, House of Aquarius with the song Unholy from the album The World Through Blood Red Eyes. It was released in uh, 2003, probably the golden age of stoner rock and probably the most underrated stoner rock stuff was released during the beginning of the new century. I don't know why I call it a new century since we are <laughs> almost halfway through. Yes, uh, this song was picked by, uh, by our guest, uh, Christian Peters, uh, from the Samsara Blues Experiment. Uh, I went on a short trip to Berlin, where I got to meet him and each schnitzel and talk about music. Uh, he was still recuperating from uh, an accident he had uh, while he was uh, in the United States. So we weren't able to have as much as uh, beer as I, uh, as I hoped for it, but we, uh, we made, it upon, made it up in... Uh, Like delicious, delicious, delicious schnitzel. Uh, and talking about... Wiener schnitzel. Yeah. About where he is right now musically. And um, we discussed um, probably the reason why he chose uh, this song is... Uh, one of the things he said, I'm not going to give out everything in the interview, but one of the things he said was uh, that he was kind of disillusioned with uh, where rock music is going right now. Uh, even on the underground le level. So I guess this is one of the examples of uh, rock music that really inspired him and, and he enjoyed uh, when he was like really into like doing guitar stuff. Yeah, we'll hear more about that you know, just a few minutes when we're going to play the recorded interview. And I remember this band House of Aquarius from a compilation b uh, named uh, Burn the Streets. If I have to be more specific, it was volume 4 and um, he picked a couple more songs that we'll uh, listen to later after we hear the interview the interview is around 25 minutes uh, we're not going to interrupt it with any music so uh, all of the music except for this song that uh, Christian picked for us uh, we're going to hear after the interview with some bonus things from ourselves great European stuff As usual, stuff, 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 stuff. Okay, uh, let's hear the interview uh, that we had, uh, that we took from Christian Peters from some Sarah Blues experiment directly in Berlin over Schnitzel. Let's do that. Schnitzel. Schnitzel. You're listening to Europa Rocks on Radio Nope. So, what destroyed your romantic uh, idea of uh, like doing music? Basically, how your experience in doing music yeah. from the start up, up until now has okay. like uh, has mm. changed your perception on making music yeah. and promoting it and stuff like that. I wouldn't say this destroyed is way way too much. Um, it, it just changed. I changed uh, interest. Let's say from coming from. Uh, I mean, when I was like 16 or 15, I listened to thrash metal, death metal, hardcore, and at some point discovered Caius, like middle of the 90s, and uh, 
sauna rock happened, sauna rock has been like a big thing over at least 10, 15 years of my life. Like not only the music, making music, but listening to music, going to the shows, and, and having a website. And uh, I mean, I was really, really, really super deep in the scene, let's say. And uh, just uh, the last five years, maybe I maybe lost a bit of interest in rock, in rock music in general, maybe. And uh, I don't I don't exactly know why. But uh, I, I became more interested in, in, uh, in synthesizers, in uh, electronic music, in some ways, like very old schoolish crowd rock, electronic music. Plus, I really discovered jazz, jazz music. What kind of jazz? mid-60s mid uh, ethnic, ethnical jazz like um, Yusuf Latif like with the Arabian flutes Arabian, like Arabian kind of influences and jazz mixed there was like, a, like some kind of movement in the, in the mid-60s uh, people like Yusuf Latif uh, Cannonball Adderley um, yeah some like the, it's it's completely different different approach to music basically but really really interesting and so after this I mean I have I love music basically I, I listen to so many styles but this whole rock thing became a bit less in or just a major part less interesting because it's just like it, it, it wears out after like when you listen for 20 years to the same kind of music at some point you want to have like some, something else on the table maybe but you think it uh, like uh, in, in general it has lost its danger for you or it's uh... it's a peel not it's I mean there's no yeah it's, it's a peel yeah it's not not so much appealing when when you listen to rock music and you 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 have discovered uh, like all the important bands from the 60s all the important bands from the 70s oh now I, now I also got into 80s, which, which was like no-go for many years. I never listened to 80s. Now the last years I discovered like post-punk, like bands like uh, like The Sound, The Comset Angels. Oh, stuff. The Sound are great. Yeah, it's an amazing band. I mean, nobody... They were, they were no? supposed to be the next Cure. Like, they were they were actually supposed to be the Cure, but uh, yeah. like their history is uh, like very bad management choices. Like yeah. they, the, the, there was this point that they, they could have gone really major, but they yeah. decided to opt out from the, the like uh, to the deals that they had with the label, so they like couldn't get major distribution. Yeah. Like for their, um, uh, the, I forgot the name of the album. It was uh, one with the, the Alliance. Lions. The yeah. Alliance. It was. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I mean, this was the second album. First two albums of the sound is like wow. It's my stuff. This this so intense stuff and. The, the thing is why I lost interest in a lot of bands is because I think they are just trying to reproduce some sort of uh, some sort of style or energy that from the glorious days of uh, rock music like from the 70s or from the end but they don't really have something to say or they don't really say something I mean it's like 
hey, hey, I, I want to get high, I want to drive fast, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of lyrics without anything that, that really touches anybody. I think it's just like always, I mean, straight, straight rock, straight driven rock music with, with no real message. Yeah. This is what I what, what what made a lot of bands super uninteresting for me. I mean, why should I listen to this when I have like Led Zeppelin, when I have Black Sabbath and, and all these bands? There is actually uh, the thing is that uh, there is actually a message, and uh, but uh, unfortunately, it's not a message that uh, kind of asks uh, of people to like think about stuff. Yeah. Uh, some people, uh, some like stoner bands uh, or like uh, psych bands, they they kind of inter and try to interweave a lot of uh, esoterical concepts within their music. See, like, I mean, if it is like this, then it makes it interesting for me again. Yeah. But, I, but I don't think that many bands are. Not, like, not, not, not I, a lot of bands my, do that. But uh, my my, what uh, I think that there's a lot of bands now. I mean, of course, the internet changed a lot. I mean, all of a sudden, there's like. Tons of, of 70s style bands, tons of stoner rock bands, of doom bands, what you name it. And um, but uh, rarely anybody like sticks out of, of the mass with, with something particular, particular message or particular identity. I mean, it's it's also about identity. You have to have. An identity, and not just try to come up with, with this old concept just to like appeal to some people to, belo to belong to something. I don't. I mean, this is this is like this is super boring. <laughs> you have to to make your stand in this world, not not like just belong. Uh, do you think that you're not able to hear anything new? Just because you've had all of those experiences, and this kind of makes no, it no, uh, no, kind of subjective. No, no, I don't, I don't, don't think so. No, I still discover stuff. Of course, like we, when we played in South America, I, I had I had a few, or maybe just one, uh, nice, nice new discoveries of bands. I mean, what I said. The thing is, identity of of of, of musicians, of people. When you have a band, you have to find your identity, and this is what what. But what starts for me to make it interesting, not copying somebody else or something with, with what is popular or what what you think is popular, just to be, just to try, just to belong to, to something. But make your stand, make spread your message or your emotions. This is what what's interesting. These bands exist, of course. They will always exist, but you have to find them, which is. Which has become more difficult, maybe, because there's just so much. Okay, the, the next question is very interesting for me as well. Uh, what do you think that uh, the European rock scene is lacking today? Uh, like, having in mind, like, your experience again. Like, uh, your... Well, diversity. Diversity. Maybe. Thank you. So uh, I, I think like uh, the, the the lacking of uh, like such uh, guys who are only promoting local stuff is uh, kind of to blame that uh, you don't have like this kind of diversity. Mm. I wouldn't. 
I don't know. It's just like again this thing with identity that that everybody wants to belong. Everybody wants to be like I want to be a 70s looking guy, and you have this kind of phenom phenomenon on the whole. I mean, in the whole world, like when you travel South America, people still like are this 70s rock kind of dudes. The same like in Berlin, like in uh, Los Angeles, like this is this is crazy, but. What I meant was um, that we have a lot of festivals, like Desert Desert Fest and uh, up, up in Smoke and Keep It Low and you know all, all kind of scene festivals. But the bands that you see there, in my opinion, this is like they are, they always circulate. They like every we, we play there every every three or four years, but you don't see bands like. What more, maybe a bit more experiment, like Seven Dead Spells or bands like this. You never see them in, 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 like in the, in the bigger festivals. This is what about this kind of. I don't know. It's uh, it's a bit sad. I think that there's like just a bunch of bands who who made it, and you always see these these type of bands, but they're all sort of in their range of style and. Uh, Yeah, it's some, I, I mean, I don't want to say narrow-minded, but it, it gives an idea of a bit of a narrow-mindedness of not only of what Stoner is about and what Psychrock is about. And yeah, 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 because there's there's so much more in it, and it and the next thing is it has always been. I mean, this is not something new. The, the, all the retro kind of stuff and uh, Stoner rock and all this existed. I mean, since forever. Since the 60s, I mean, not since the 60s, but we had uh, we had retro rock bands in the 90s, like on trial and uh, I mean Nebula, all these kind of bands in the 90s. And, and now it's like like it's sometimes it appears like some new kind of thing, but it's totally not a new thing. And yeah, I mean, it's so many things that I don't know. It's, uh, There isn't kind of a room for innovation. This is a, a thing that I uh, really liked about, um, for example, the uh, the American uh, punk hardcore movement in the 80s. Mm -hmm. Because uh, their perception of uh, what punk was about was actually, uh, punk is not a style of music. Punk is not a, like an attitude. Yeah. Punk is a space. Okay. Like even punk is a creative space where you're able to express yourself the way you, that you want to express yourself. It's kind of like... Uh, uh, It's related to the uh, the 60s freedom movement in the U.S. Mm -hmm. that um, that also promoted the, this way, but it promoted in a kind of more like uh, militant and violent way. Yeah. And um, still, uh, there still you would have uh, like bands that are not necessarily really punk. Uh, mm -hmm. Like for example, bands like uh, the Minutemen uh, from Los Angeles and Black Flag and. Uh, Because uh, um, if they were supposed to be keeping with uh, the punk aesthetic of like uh, Sex Pistols and uh, stuff like this, uh, they would be very boring. And they're like musically, they're very, uh, very. The rich. message. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like the the, the punk is actually yeah. like punk is actually to be free, and and this kind of uh, is, I think is lost on um, like the modern uh, stoner and psych scene. Uh, because, yeah, because uh, also because money, you know, at some point, some a lot of people outside like. Almost rigid or, or stiff, like they they, they 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 really try to make it. I mean, like 
trying to, to live from music or something or to, to be accepted or I don't know it's not really they don't really dare to 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 like do something crazy let's say do something crazy combine styles I mean this is not crazy this is like for me it was like the most obvious thing to combine style like doom and blues and, and uh, raga and, and uh, metal influences why why not combine them I mean this is like the, the first thing you can think of which is not not really even experimental but it's at least something <laughs> I mean and most bands are like mm, they, they, they found their comfort zone and then they stay in this comfort zone which is also dangerous <laughs> yeah mm. <laughs> so to speak When you did some Sarabos experiment, you went into some conceptual depth, depth in like what the, the thing was about. Mm. And those people, uh, there is just a few of those men that kind of caught a wave of uh, like YouTube channels that kind of promoted them to like uh, some uh, height of popularity that uh, they're able to like book really big shows and mm. they don't really have the skill, like the musical skill and the songwriting skill to do it. But people, like the general public, for some reason are being able to be uh, like musically full. Yeah, this, but this is not only just because of YouTube, I think. I mean, YouTube is just one, one of the... I mean, it's actually a nice thing of, this, of these times that you have YouTube, because you can discover stuff. And at some point, maybe... I mean, because I'm also in the marketing and internet stuff. Um, maybe if you, if you have... Reached like one million plays. You have these algorithms that you always come up on top of the of the search results and everything. Yeah. And this this always always increases, increases, increases popularity. And um, it's in the, in, the, in the beginning you just have a band with a, with a well sort of uh, known uh, concept that people can relate to. Like oh, this is a 70s band. I like 70s rock, so I'm going to check them out. So a lot of people check them out. They're on YouTube, they have like a million plays, and then YouTube begins to, to, to work with the algorithms and etc. and have them an add on, on top of the of the already existing hype, let's to let's let's call it hype, uh, YouTube ads. But what I think of course I so back back to topic, I, I think not in, in no way comparable to Black Sabbath or something, but they are like having Being, being presented like the new Black Sabbath or stuff like but they are not because sorry I mean Black Sabbath was a whole type of, of different musician and they broke a barrier and this is something people don't, they don't recognize I think yeah. like that um, a band like um, Black Sabbath broke a barrier like a sound barrier a genre barrier no. and uh, none of those bands are breaking any barriers right no, now they're not you can't maybe they're not maybe. They're not making uh, any big strides. They're no. like all of those bands are making like little steps in like different directions no. that probably haven't been explored that much. But there isn't like true innovation in the way that they're making music. So it makes sense wh what you said in the beginning that um, you're getting a lot more and more interested in uh, electronic music because uh, this is uh, apparently the next frontier for like music in general and uh, like the bigger thing that's developing. And having people with like a more rock approach to rock music wouldn't hurt because yeah, like electronic because music right now is very bad in my opinion. <laughs> like in general. Yeah. You know, in the end it's, it's all 
similar concepts of uh, making noise. I mean, thing I, one thing I really don't like, by the way, is, is people uh, like uh, saying uh, electronic music. That's no handmade music. That's that's just shit because there's no guitars and stuff, which is so funny. I think because have you ever sat in front of a modular synthesizer? I mean, yeah. Then call again. I mean, it's stupid. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. So many things you can do in life and, and I mean I don't really want to judge anybody but of course it's kind of, for being a musician and uh, being a musician for many years it's kind of confusing let's say and there's this kind of new YouTube miracles <laughs> or how to call them but uh, in the end I mean I, I speaking for myself I can complain so I don't, I don't, I don't also, I don't want to really judge anybody, but I can understand why, and uh, and, I also, and I also can understand why people jump on this train, because yeah, like I said, I mean, many bands also, I mean, half of of what they are is like their their, their marketing concept, like when you have a band that has nice graphics, etc. It's sometimes it's half the rent. I mean. Mm. And then you have great bands that, that maybe they don't have great artworks or stuff, or they don't have great uh, promo pictures. And and people like what they see, yeah. like most people, yeah, yeah, not what yeah. they hear. Yeah, it's like when you meet uh, like a, a girl in, in, the, in the streets and, uh, I mean, it's up here, you know, the first, first, uh, first flash. So, and this, this, this starts a lot, of course. And then you, you check them out and maybe... I mean, YouTube, what is YouTube? YouTube is just one part of the whole picture. I mean, uh, are people actually buying records of those bands? Or are they just listening on YouTube? I mean, there's many things that, that you... that maybe distort the picture. Like, some bands might appear bigger than they are in reality. And some people might sell more than they appear. Yeah. 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 Because I don't have to make a big fuss about how many records I sold. No, I don't. I mean, sometimes maybe we do it, I don't know. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, I can complain at all. And, uh, um, it's a bit confusing at times. I, I, I see it very similar, I think. But... Um, There's many things that, that you maybe don't see. Like, and then it's okay because I... I mean, if people want to listen to these bands, have them listen to these bands. I mean, uh, at some point, I think people who are really into music will discover real music. It's, this is my opinion. What is your observation on uh, like the age of the, the people and their response to the show? I mean, we have all, all kinds of people all kinds of in individuals let's say I mean we have like uh, young skater guys PMX kind of uh, riding guys which which always I find it quite amazing because I don't think we we, do, we make music for skaters or PMX uh, guys but yeah and then we have like uh, spiritual searchers I don't know how they're seeker and how do you call it I don't know people who are looking for I don't know, a new meaning in their lives maybe and uh, read esoteric books or whatever. 
then we have the old blues freaks. We have we have all of them, and uh, I think um, rock is not very well. I think it's not really, and and it is because there's not bands who are really how to say it, who really play from the heart, who really reach, really reach, reach. Uh, they don't have a very relevant message for the people. Yeah, and but it's again it's more more complex because also labels don't really put a lot of money in rock bands of course anymore. So you won't find like a lot of rock rock bands on the radio or in the magazines or only a chosen few, and those chosen few. I really don't know if there are always like well chosen bands. I mean, you know, bands, because I, in my opinion, there's great bands out there, but they never come out of this, of the, of the underground, because, I don't know, maybe again they don't have a marketing concept or something like this, but they have great music. Or they, or they don't uh, hang around for a long while. Yeah. Or they're, or they're, they're too lazy. They don't go touring because you have to, to you have to go on the road and play shows. Of course, you can't be lazy and expect. Because uh, the Melvins never had a marketing tactic, but they always worked very hard. Yeah, this this is something else. Because yeah, it's, it's really it's really really complex. I mean, I'm I'm living music like 24/7, but and I have all these questions in my head all the time. Why are these guys making it? Why don't those guys make it why is this band so popular what 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 can I do for this because I also work for labels and what can we do to, to push some bands but it's it's really really complex and uh, there's sometimes also money involved and uh, I mean for, especially for the big labels there's a lot of money involved and money creates opinions money pays uh, uh, people who write for magazines of course so they have to write, at least write about the bands. I mean, it's, it, it became so hard to, to get a review for, for an unknown band. It's like, in some ways, almost impossible to, to have a review in, in like a magazine. It's crazy. So, so how do you forget all, all about those opinions and focus, about the, focus on the music? <laughs> it's a, that's a good question. And this is the last actually, question. Actually, actually, it's really... I'm... I'm I'm, uh, to be honest, uh, at a point in my life where I'm not sure if I can go on like this. Sometimes I think, really think, I should have like another profession at least, so I can think only about making music. And not, uh, but I don't know. It's difficult right now. I'm, I'm in my life. I, I'm in, in a kind of in a period of changes right now. To be honest. So. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I achieved a lot, and I'm thank, great, super thankful for having achieved so much. But also, maybe I need other other challenges. I don't know. Right now, this is actually where I am. Christian, uh, you are the Samsara Bus experiment. So as long as uh, you are alive and well, which uh, we all wish you to be. Uh, the band is going to be alive and well, so uh, thank you very much for um, this interview for Europa Rocks over Schnitzels yeah, in Berlin. Hi, it's Chris from Samsara Bruce Experiment, and you listen to Europa Rocks. <laughs> Perfect, thank you. Uh.
Listen to Europa Rocks live from Bulgaria. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you to Christian uh, Peters from Some Sarablus Experiment for this. Uh, Oda Christian Peters. Christian Peters from uh, Christian Petercek. If he was, <laughs> <laughs> if if it was uh, Czechish, Slavic. Uh, if he was Czech. Uh, it was very uh, for me. It was very interesting, uh, even though the the interview wasn't very uh, uplifting and very optimistic in uh, uh, in the views of uh, of Christian for the the future of European rogue. Uh, it was very uh, insightful. Uh, one of the things that uh, I wanted to ask him, uh, but couldn't have the didn't have the chance because uh, the food was too good. Uh, <laughs> I got distracted by all the saliva that was dripping from my mouth. Uh, was actually, I'm even salivating right now as I remember. Uh, was I, I wanted to ask him what did he think of uh, the short lifespan of most of the bands because um, he sp spoke in length about how bands are not willing to experiment and they're not willing to find their own uh, unique sounds. But uh, in my opinion, it takes at least a couple of records for a band to actually find that thing that's uh, kind of unique to them and uh, for it to like crystallize within the group. If they're writing the songs together or if uh, there is one principal composer, uh, it just takes uh, a bit more time to find something unique and special that uh, the band can use. What's and I guess uh, when the, a band finds that, it just sticks to it and starts repeating itself for the next 25 years. Yes, we've always said that uh, there are like two types of bands. There, are, you have your slayers and your rushes. So you, you like you make uh, the same record over and over again, or you just kind of try and get with the times and try to do something that's more like relevant to what's going on, or you just stick to your guns and continue to push forward. But what's your experience with bands? Uh, do you think? You like m mostly like the first stuff of something, or probably the later stuff of something. Usually, the first stuff of a band for me is uh, what I first like. So it could be the later stuff of a band that I first like, and then I uh, find out about the earlier stuff of the band, or vice versa. But okay, I let's take a very very broad example. Uh, just. Just for example, it's not the best example in the world uh, uh, regarding this point that uh, a band uh, develops uh, its uniqueness and sound uh, with uh, the more records it makes. Uh, but uh, what about like Black Sabbath? You cannot rate like Black Sabbath albums. It's uh, against uh, dogma and uh, stoner canon. But uh, if you have to say, do you have? Do you like like Volume Four more? Or interesting example because uh, some people I know in, enjoy different period of the band probably because of that they sound different in uh, differently and they have different singers for example my cousin my well beloved Mavrudiev <laughs> cousin he enjoys he doesn't like Sabbath with Ozzy at all he has a different kind of taste in rock music 
and still he likes Tony Martin's period of, of Black Sabbath. And then again, you have uh, Ian Gillan's al album with Black Sabbath. And you have all those people with who like the first eight Black Sabbath albums. And you have the Dio albums. And you have the late Aussie albums. So there's plenty for everybody. I mean, yeah, but which are your favorites? Where do you think the band was like at its peak, let's say? Uh, was it in the beginning, in the middle, or...? To me, it is like a different band in any... Okay, game. let's just take early Aussie era. Like, to, let's take... Uh, if like you want my personal opinion, they... It's a early, 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 early Aussie era. Like the first Black Sabbath album. This is my favorite Black Sabbath album. All right. So... Uh, is it... I, I couldn't get the answer that I uh, wanted because uh, on the, the example that I gave with Black Sabbath wasn't good enough. Uh, it just, uh, for me, it really, uh, for most bands nowadays, especially underground bands, it really takes a couple of records to actually come into their own and uh, surprise people with something unique that they possess. And it, uh, at least it takes them two records to actually properly tour and go around and show that stuff to people so people can take notice and oh, that possibly discover something in that music. Oh, that you guys just mentioned in the interview. Yes. Uh, the, the next song uh, was also picked uh, by Christian. Uh, we mentioned it in an interview. It's by the British band The Sound. Uh, the, the song is called Winning. Uh, the, the, the Sound were... Uh, post-punk band uh, from uh, the UK. They were formed in 1979. Uh, they had, um, I think, from four or five records. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they got popular only around like continental Europe and the UK, but uh, didn't achieve like the commercial success the the band was supposedly destined for due to uh, bad business decisions. Do uh, you know any? particular business decision it's a uh, it's really uh, I read a, a lot about the, the band when I first uh, ran, ran into them thanks to Philip from Vivola uh, but uh, it, it was really boring crap they they signed some major distribution deal that they shouldn't have signed and then they opted out out of the deal with this label so they had to release blah blah, blah like all the all the boring crap just like lawyers uh, ruining the chances for really good musicians uh, unfortunately, uh, the, uh, the lead singer and uh, guitarist for uh, the sound, Adrian Borland, committed suicide in 1999. Did uh, that um, <laughs> raise up their sales? I don't know. Uh, I'm from, uh, he was uh, uh, he was battling depression. He had uh, tried to commit suicide like at least three times because he was oh, probably did he was suicide. Yeah, he was kind of disheartened by like the lack of success for the sound, and uh, a lot of people were saying that uh, there was supposed to be uh, probably as big as the Cure because they they were like really innovative, and uh, I really like the sound because they have this like Washington D.C. Uh, kind of punk hardcore thing in them that's it's not uh, straight post-punk it's uh, like really interesting and the lyrics are very good and we're going to hear the sound with the song winning hope you are
Listen to Europa Rogues live from Bulgaria.
This was on trial with the song Lovecraft. Uh, unfortunately, Martin is really busy, I think, going to the toilet. And we, right now, we are getting back on air. So Martin is probably going to tell us more about the song. Are we already there? Yes. Sorry, tell us more about on trial. Busy with some parental stuff. Well, it's a Danish band. I actually I have a favorite song by On Trail. It's called Blood Mountain. Probably next time we could play it. Uh, it's a, a band that has uh, members of Baby Woodrose and uh, also the setting song. And do you remember Spitz Nogenhat? We played them in our previous episodes I so forget all so especially everything in German I, I tend to forget very easily so Ontrao is a, is a uh, Danish uh, psychedelic rock band that uh, has its roots back in the 90s and uh, Christian mentioned it just because of that so he probably decided to also play a song by them Minach Gudini stone rock beshe mat. Oh. Uh, only our Bulgarian friends will get that reference. Uh, I think nostalgia is worth a, worth something when uh, if music was actually better back in the day. I don't think music was better back in the day. It was pe people just didn't have so much access to it, so and they kind of tended to appreciate stuff more. Do you think, sometimes I also think about the same, do you think that uh, those chosen few that Christian also mentioned, like uh, when you're really uh, f famous, for example, if you're Led Zeppelin or any other bad of example, those? Bad example. Okay. Go smaller. <laughs> Go smaller. Like nope. if you're a budgie. Okay, let's, let's uh, do, do, budgie, do you, budgie works. I'm about to forget what I'm about to say. <laughs> you were thinking about the chosen few. Yeah, do do you think that all the fame and not just yeah the fame and the, the all the benefits, the being money or whatever uh, attention, in a way helps a musician to evolve. I mean, it if, could if they're if they're focused on the music, if they're focused on having a good time, it can be like detrimental. But uh, of course, we have uh, very good examples like Kiss. Who have shown I was thinking exactly who, about who this. have who have uh, always uh, uh, said that uh, they have their cake and they were eating it too. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, they have Kiss has great like really good party songs, but nobody's going to. Uh, they they broke a barrier, but they broke a barrier uh, business wise. I don't think they broke a musical barrier with anything that they did. I think I love Kiss, but it's not it's it's not just the music; it's the whole performance. It's like a, it's just like a musical, but a very good and well thought out musical with somebody spitting blood all over the stage. Okay, then who broke a barrier? I mean, musically. Well, most Ex of the including the most uh, famous. Unfortun uh, unfortunately, most of the musicians that actually broke a barrier are kind of uh, languished in obscurity. They, 
Well, just it just uh, uh, especially in the in the earlier days of rock and roll, you you had like so much artists and, uh, for example, you you said Led Zeppelin, like they were the best like uh, like boy blues, band cover yeah blues blues uh, cover band like with really good musicians, so. You had to have this. Same goes for Rolling Stones. You way. need to have like a really solid base of music that you can uh, like gather inspiration from. And the people that actually provided that initial inspiration, they didn't get any money. So and the media. So it depends on what kind of barriers are we talking that are Musically. worth breaking. Well, uh, for me. That I, I think this is very subjective, but it's not subjective when it comes down to uh, really out of out there stuff. For example, if you have like the the California punk, they broke the the stereotype of what punk was supposed to be by that time. When you had like all the like the the UK stuff, which is all about like drink, drinking and getting wasted and being. Yes. Like, so who's who's the first political punk? Educate me. I don't think there is such thing that um, somebody is not political. Even if you're not taking a political stance, it's if kind you're of singing go about uh, fucking and drinking and enjoying your time, you're still being political. Yeah, and if uh, you like, you cannot say, for example, that uh, the people that probably were enslaved. Uh, like in the US when they were singing uh, uh, like uh, they were they were singing songs of like coming together after like a hard day of like really 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 hard day of work that it wasn't political it was it was some kind of message so what was the first political song it was probably somebody like getting a rock and bashing, no, no, no. bashing I, the, I meant, the skull of uh, I meant some uh, other guy uh, the, the punks about the the I don't know I don't know so is it's not it's not uh, you don't have to be uh, like fuck this to be political or or say let's do this to be political even if you're singing about uh, getting fucked up this is also kind of a political stance but it, you know the misfits they weren't political but that's also also kind black, of a black political also, position because also you don't black want flag to be weren't political. political. They they were they were just uh, getting inspiration from their personal lives, which is something that what when they were singing about monsters and vampires. No black flag, dude. Oh oh sorry. I was talking about black flag because they were like talking about personal experiences and like by all the people that uh, were surrounding them by that time who wanted to. Like just drink beers and watch TV, so they wrote a song called "TV Party." Because we got nothing better to do. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> enough of our uh, semi-coherent musings on uh, who broke any barriers or not. This is for everybody to decide, and we're moving on with some music. Yeah, Ayomi broke some fingers and then broke yeah. some legs. <laughs> <laughs> and then some broke some ears mm -hmm. with some broken fingers all right let's hear the next song you know we're uh... which yeah, is let's let's do that we'll talk about it later oh, dude i'm totally like 
You're tripping. No, you idiot. You're listening to Evropa Rocks on Radio Nope.
Listen to Europa Rocks live from Bulgaria. Listen to Europa Rocks live from Bulgaria. This one this song was released in 2016. This was the band Haunted. It was Silver Comp. I totally forgot about that band. I was reminded just listened to a podcast lately and um, was surprised how often we forget good stuff that we heard and just vanishes somewhere back in the back of our skulls. And um, they really remind me of Windhand. They come out uh, from, again, Italy, Catania. And uh, just before that, we heard The Exorcist GBG with Morpheus Rising out of Gothenburg, Sweden. Uh, everybody should check out the label's webpage. This is how I found out about the band. Höger uh, Nord Records. Records. Try to spell it. The, what the, the name of the label, I couldn't understand it. Höger Nord Höger Nord Record Letter by letter. I told H. you I'm going to I'm from this season of Evropa Rogues I'm assuming the role of the Microsoft Word paperclip. Did you mean <laughs> did <laughs> Did H. you mean hug me north man? Probably they meant that I, I never thought about it. But okay. uh, you should check the web uh, the website of the label. It's uh, okay. I will spell it. It's H O M L O U T G A N O R D Records with K, and uh, I was really impressed by the way uh, the website looked like and uh, all the releases, the cover works. Uh, so they release great psychedelic crowd rock stuff. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to ask you to uh, uh, kind of um, describe the website. What did it feel like? It's two thousand. It's two thousand. It's two thousand and eighteen, but we're still using radio as a as a medium, and well, I think we should uh, give our listeners the radio medium experience of trying to uh, explain how a website looked. Well, <laughs> I think it's going to be really funny. A, a website being a multimedia platform, it, it, it's still mostly consumed by your eyes. And a radio being... A no, I didn't ask you about the fucking difference between a website. I tried to uh, kind of uh, uh, describe the website. How did it feel like? Cozy. Uh, it felt cozy because, yes. because it was all round and stuff and it was... Like it, it provided a smooth experience. And, uh, yes. Okay. Uh, just uh, a quick shout out to uh, Mr. Musikov, Bob, uh, Ivan Shentov, and all of the Radio Nope Mafia, uh, all of our regular live listeners on the uh, radio waves of Radio Nope. Uh, we wanted to mention something on that uh, Christian. Uh, kind of told us that he would like us to include into, in, into the interview because we didn't ask him about his future plans. 
Oh, he said he's pre now preparing uh, his next release, which is a collaboration with two other Berlin artists, electronic crowd rock synthesizer, Space Shift, if I should quote. Stuff? Did I say stuff? Stuff, 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 stuff. Okay, uh, so we're moving on. Uh, we're almost done with the first show of the new season of Evroparogs, again, sponsored by the very good Tetra Leskov of Stop the Stop the Shizzle. Uh, Stop the Shizzle. Uh, if you'd like uh, to check out Stop the Shizzle, go and visit their band camp. They have one EP called Start. Uh, it's really, really good. And, uh, they're all from Bulgaria. You cannot uh, tell by the production or the songs. Uh, you can just listen to some very, 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 very good music that might or might not remind you of uh, Interpol minus the bear and a lot of good stuff. So let's move on to the Iron Curtain Blues. This was the sound, this was the sound, this was not the band, the sound, this was the sound of Martin uh, giving us the cue that we're going to hear a band from either the 60s, 70s or 80s uh, that came out of Europe but kind of uh, unfortunately probably wasn't picked up by some major label, didn't achieve any huge success but made some really good music. So Martin, what do you have for us today? We have 2066 and then... This is the whole name of the band. 2066 20, and, and then. then. All right. Um, they have three albums. Uh, the, the debut came out in 1972. And then they had two more albums in 1991 and 1993. Uh, they are from Mainheim, Baden-Württemberg, Germany. And uh, they play, of course, progressive rock, heavy, psych, crowd whatever like most of the german bands of that period and we are about to hear the song at my home where we are at straight from casa de martin Bye. 
Epic. Epic what? Epic vulva. What? <laughs> Spelled V-V-L-V-A. Okay, wouldn't it be... This wouldn't was it be the... pronounced vulva? <laughs> you know what true cult is, right? No. no. Please, expl- <laughs> please explain what kind of music this was. <laughs> okay, this was... Classic Uriah Heep and Deep Purple meeting meets great vocal punkish. Can I say punkish? You can say everything you want. Well, we're about to finish the show. Uh, this was Vuvo with Black Sands. This was the 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 fr- f- most fresh freshest <laughs> thing we played tonight. This album came just a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to believe that. Imagine the great time we're living in. Yes, you you can imagine that you're living in 1968, for example, and well, just continue to like stunt your uh, musical evolution to that particular year. Well, I still enjoy that anyway. No, it's there, once there was perfect. a band, Orcus Child, and. Uh, From the ashes of that band comes what? Vuva. <laughs> Out of <laughs> Okay the, the Schaffenburg, Germany. <laughs> okay, the 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 humor has uh devolved. He's the his I love me some Vuva man, I don't know about you. Ah come see come So uh let's uh finish off with Popol Vuh in the Garten Pharaohs. Garten Good. I don't know German. This song was picked again by by Christian Mus- Mus- Christian, who was um, so so good to us to provide us with an interview with some really 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 good songs for uh, Black Sands. Sorry, for the relaunch of uh, Europa Rogues and the 14th episode, uh, which is about to close with a really long track. It's about 17 minutes. Uh, you'll be able to hear the whole track uh, sometime next week when we upload when we upload uh, the episode to Mixcloud and to iTunes and whatever. If you want to help us out and you have an iTunes account and you're an iPhone zombie, please go to the iTunes podcast thing for Evropa Rogues and rate us because it might give us better rating and it might give people a bigger chance to discover new music from across the continent. So let's hear Popolvuch in the Garten Garten in den, Faros. In den Gärten Faros. Perfect. Out of in der Gärten Faros. Alright. It's a long track, so goodbye. Just... <laughs> goodbye. From Europa Rogues on Radio Nope. <laughs> Transmitting the best from the European underground scene. Listen to Europa Rocks every Sunday on Radio Nope. Live from Bulgaria. Visit EuropaRocks.com for extended interviews and more.